Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode with Taco Topics Podcast. I have with me again a special guest, Sharon Team Boatley, who is the breakthrough and who is the breakthrough life and business coach. Today, Sharon Team is going to share with us a little bit about her academy, her up and coming academy. Sharon Team, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity to visit with you today. Well, thank you for coming and sharing with us. I'm so excited to hear about your new academy. So, um, the details. <laughs> I'm excited as well. Um, the academy is going to be a place where we help to um, present the whole woman, her personal, her business aspirations, her goals, her dreams. We highlight her mental health. We highlight where she's going. We help her get unstuck. And this academy is going to help her focus on the whole entire gamut of the roles of the woman and making sure that it's balanced. And we're going to end with making sure that she's financially secure. So what I want to do is to make sure that she has a support system and that's why we're launching. And I'm super excited about it. There's so many areas to cover, but that's what we need, support and accountability. So that's what I'm I, going to be launching here soon. I agree. Support and accountability. What type of, this sounds like a program, the program, how long with this program? What's the length of this program? The program will last um, between three to six weeks. Okay. Uh, there, there are three parts to the program. We're not going to reinvent the wheel. We're going to hone in exactly meet women where they are okay. and not try to recreate anything or make it difficult. The most challenging part of it for us as women is to admit that we need help in direction that we're going. And so since I have years and years of experience in multi areas, I wanted to just share and I felt that the academy would be a place that a woman can feel a safe space and get the support that she needs, whatever direction she's headed in. Mm, okay. So what type of support exactly are you all offering at this academy? We'll be offering financial support, wealth, um, wealth building, what things that they didn't teach us and prepare us for, for uh, in school, even college. You know, I'm a finance and economics major, but I never was taught how to invest. I was never taught, you know, I was taught about specific topics and terminology, but preparation for my future and retirement years, which I'm approaching, mm -hmm. I wasn't taught how to do that. And I see that so many women are absent in the financial area in their household, their own household, mm -hmm. and they manage it well, but they're absent when it comes to having a will, having uh, an investment account, a retirement account, having the proper insurance in place for their children in the event of a, a catastrophe or whatever. Whatever. We just need to make sure that we're securing our future, leaving um, uh, wealth and an opportunity for our children to carry this carry the torch after we're long, no longer here. Um, it's a difficult topic for some women to talk about having wills in place and trust agreements in place, but it's something that we need to discuss in our community. So that's what we're going to cover as well. Wow, that's awesome! Strengthening mm -hmm. women financially. Mm hmm. What um, was the motivation behind creating the Academy? The motivation was um, I was lost after my divorce. I went through a divorce a few years, years back and I had financial um, vehicles in place for me, but the divorce wiped out all of my plans, wiped me out. Even though I was aware of what it took to keep the ball rolling in my business and my personal life, the divorce um, 
that I went through just kind of wiped all that off and I had to start all over. And starting all over, I mean, I went through, I depleted some of my retirement. I couldn't even rely on that. So I wanted to make sure that the pitfalls that I went through and the dark spots that I went through and dark times that I went through that you just can't talk to everybody about. You feel embarrassed because you shouldn't be in this place in the first place. But it's very necessary that we be transparent with ourselves if we're going to retire differently or if we're going to have the life that we're entitled to. Um, we've got to be honest about where we are. And that's what I want to do. I'm going to use myself as a guinea pig. I'm going to tell you that I hit rock bottom after my divorce. Mm. I was on, uh, on, a, on a plan, a path to take me to secure me through my retirement years, but I lost everything everything. So when I went back to work, after I lost my business too, I had to close my business down. I realized just how unprepared women that were in business like myself, how unprepared they were. So I want to make sure that I address some of the areas that we need to um, bring women up to speed on. And that is financially our health and mental well-being and our finances are the two most important areas, in my opinion, that we need to address right now. So we're going to start there. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. What does it look like picking yourself up from rock bottom? Um, knowing and believing in yourself, which starts with my belief and my, my faith in God, mm. knowing that I was not alone, knowing that I wasn't the first person that it happened to, mm. um, knowing that if other people can get through it, so can I. So wow. I had to set up a plan. I had to mm. figure out a plan that will work that would allow me to do what I needed to do to get my daughter and I on back on a normal path of, of living where we didn't have to be uh, living check to check. I mean, there were days I looked at my covers, they were bare and I didn't get any assistance or apply for any assistance. So I had to figure things out as a working mom and how to create multiple streams of income. And even when I went back to work in the corporate arena, in the federal arena, I still I got laid off. So mm. all these challenges came about, I think, and I know for sure now was to prepare me to where I'm going. And mm. that is, I've got to be transparent and open and honest. And if I've never gone down that road, how can I tell you about what it's like to come out of there? Mm. So I've been there and I want to share with you how I came back. I just had to pull up my bootstraps. There was no pride, no shame in the game anymore because I realized I had a daughter. That was my why. I wanted to make sure that she didn't have to go through any hardships or financial uh, interruptions with her college plans because of what I decision that I made, she and her father made. They didn't have anything to do with her. Wow. So I wanted to, to secure her path for her. So that was my why to pull up my bootstraps and go to work and make sure that I build my financial stream back to where I needed to be to survive and to provide a lifestyle that we're, that we were accustomed to. Wow. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful story. You have a lot of resilience, perseverance. Where does that stem from? I know your faith. How do you, I know you mentioned your faith. How does one build their spirituality? Oh, I will have, I can't take credit for that. I, I have to say there were, there were, um, there were people that prayed for me before then, but I have a, I'm a great observer. Mm. So I know what I don't want. And when okay. things come to me that I have no control over, number one, I can't worry about things I don't have control over. I worry about a plan for things I can control and securing um, our mental health. Because when you're in stress, when you're in, um, um, unfamiliar territory that you're not accustomed to, mm -hmm. You, sometimes we just sit down and just let life cave us in. And I didn't have mm. a choice. If it were just me, 
that's a different story. But I had a daughter that was looking up to me. So I think that that was my driving force was to keep going because I knew the potential. I'd done it before. Mm. I knew me as a person. I believed in me and I was confident in me. And I thought, okay, I've seen people fall down and get back up. And I think I heard someone say the other day was Denzel, fall down seven times, get back up eight. Okay. What you need to do. And we live in a society nowadays where people are suffering and they're hurting so desperately. And if there's anything we can contribute on our watch, it's only going to bless you on up the road. So I just know that I'm passionate about helping as many women. And honestly, when I was going through my divorce, whether I was in the carpool line, on hold, customer service, you know, waiting on a call or whatever, there were always women reaching out to me. I think it was, it was ordained. (laughs) They were reaching out to me, asking me, what do you do in this situation? What did you do in this situation? And I just remember going back, thinking about all that. There were so many women that were reaching, they were searching, they were looking. Mm. So if we can help solve problems, I think that's what we're here for. Mm. So that's my driving force is to be able to just help. If I can help one or many, that's my goal. Sounds like you found your purpose in your pitfall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. In yeah, in your downtime, in mm-hmm. after your divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Your purpose was birthed. Yes, so was. I wanted, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? Yes, it was birthed. And that's when I recognized it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, I had a similar experience. You know, I just written a book. It's called The Journey. And mm-hmm. I'm also discussing how my life started after divorce. I wanted to know, um, um, I know you're a best-selling author of The Breakthrough, Five mm-hmm. Steps to Rain After the Storm. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted, I wanted to know, um, you mentioned you had, you had started a business and I, um, after that divorce, that business failed or you lost that business. And then you ventured off, you wrote a book and now you're starting a new business to women and other individuals who are watching today. Can you tell the audience, how do you bounce back and find confidence in yourself? And how do you bounce back and find confidence in yourself? You've mm-hmm. restarted businesses. You you are um, a best-selling author. You know, you've made some accomplishments. Can you tell the audience, how do you bounce back and find confidence in yourself? And how do you bounce back and find confidence in yourself? Okay. I proved myself to myself. I didn't have mm. anything to prove to anyone else in my business ventures. I worked in corporate America for so many years, not very many before I realized after college that I was meant to be an entrepreneur. Now, we need jobs. <laughs> we need jobs. And I worked in corporate America, but I made up my mind then that I wanted to start my own business when I was in my probably mid 20s, late 20s. So that was a goal of mine. And I was working in the banking system and um, I was a community reinvestment officer. So I would go into neighborhoods, low to moderate income neighborhoods, and I would say to businesses that you cannot advertise or profit from this community unless you're reinvesting to that community. So I saw early on communities like the ones I grew up in, very poor. Mm. And I realized that there were acts and laws out there like the Community Reinvestment Act of 1977 that says that if you're going to build in this community, you got to reinvest. So I worked for the banks and I went out there with Habitat for Humanities and I I um, spotted companies and that wanted to, to grow in that, in that neighborhood. So we partnered with them mm-hmm. to help them help meet the needs of the citizens in that community. And so that was huge for me because growing up in a community that was very poor, we didn't have any resources. We didn't have any out- outlets that were trying to protect our rights and 
and and make sure that we were accounted for in our <laughs> business dealings and just our personal everyday dealings. So um, what that looked like for me was it's it it sparked sparked something in, inside of me knowing that if I were an entrepreneur or if I could control where I was going, then I wouldn't be deemed as an employee and be ordered in my steps. So I knew the ingredients to start a business. So I did it. So I knew the success rate of it and I proved it to myself. Divorce came. It was an interruption that wasn't planned. For. No, I don't think divorces are planned for, but anyway, the divorce came and I knew that I had to protect my personal health and my daughters. So I decided to close the business because I couldn't, I couldn't carry on financially and focus on my personal life too. So it never was an intention for me never to be in business again. I just did it for that moment because I had to. I had to focus on me and my personal life and where I was going. So with that drive down inside of me, wanting to be an entrepreneur, I didn't abandon my gifts. I didn't abandon my desires and my talents. So as time went on, I got a job, another job. And these jobs bought me lots of experience. I was a CRA investment officer, an underwriter, um, uh, an acquisitions negotiator, uh, which was the coolest job I've ever had for the, the Army Corps of Engineers. But anyway, it taught me so many lessons in life as far as being in business that I thought I would share. I have all this knowledge and a lot of women just really have a desire to do um, things better for themselves and, and, and be better and offer a better lifestyle for them and their families. So it's just knowing where to start. And that's what I want to provide to them is where to start. What do I do with a resume if I've been over here for 15 years, got all this experience? What can I do to start or generate a second income? That's where I come in and say, what's your experience? What are your desires? What is it you want to do? What are your personal goals? And then we talk about purpose and see how we can align them. And there's no such thing as you can see every day. I motivate women to stay encouraged, to keep going. And sometimes you have to reflect on your past. We don't want to look back and, and cripple ourselves, but you have to reflect on your past to remind yourself where you're not going to go. So I would say the key to surviving and bouncing back is personal. It's a personal goal. You have to have that drive and that motivation and that ambition is where mine came from. In order to have that drive and that ambition, where does that start? At the onset of when you go to college, you want to decide what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> Some of us are able to fulfill that desire and some of us are not. We we change professions altogether and that's okay because you are able to figure out where you want to be. You know, it could be midlife. You don't like your job. You don't like your nine to five or you don't like your business anymore. It's too, it's too financially heavy. You want to go back to a job. You don't have to, you don't have to have the overhead expenses and employee worries and things of that nature. So it's whatever your desire is. I think for so long, we've been limited. We've mm. limited ourselves because society limits us. Wow. Now it's time to take the barriers off. You see, I heard the statistic the other day, 4,000, no, 4 million people quit their jobs in one month. Wow. What does that say? <laughs> that means that more people are launching their businesses. More people are jumping ships. More people are realizing that, you know what? What do I have to lose? Right. What do I have to lose? I'm going to invest in me. And so yes. I say, say yes to you. Ignore um, naysayers and negative energy, which is why we have to start off a clean slate. I don't believe in resolutions. Mm. I believe in affirmations, confirmations. And blessings. Okay. Right. You determine which one you receive. 
right. and which one you give. So for me to sit and say, I want to make a New Year's resolution, I'm going to do this, 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 this. No. Mm -mm. Prove to yourself what you can do. Take some baby steps. Right. You don't want at the end of 2022 to say, you know what? My to-do list or resolution list was 10 items deep and it's still 10 items deep. I haven't accomplished anything. I I know for a fact that by having an accountability partner and having someone to just show you um, a direction that you can take can be be of a huge uh, plus in your favor when you're trying to start something anew. And so I've surrounded myself with people um, that are doing just that, going in the same direction. And it's amazing how when you make a concerted effort to do that, how things just align up for you because you 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 put on your blinders. You have to focus out everything that doesn't apply to where you're going, everything that's not positive towards where are let's see, answering, solving problems. Right. If it's not there to encourage you to solve a problem for you or to help you, then reassess your surroundings. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And after one reassesses their surroundings, how do you do what's best for you? You have to make the painful, selfish decision. It's a good selfishness, though. Mm. It's a good selfishness that you, once you get to a certain stage in your life, mm -hmm. you start to understand that you're in this for the long haul and you're solo. You're yeah. solo. You can, you can, you can touch the hem of the garments of a lot of the people that have gone before you. Yeah. And you can harness the wisdom and the experience of those that have shown us so many great, you know, I was just looking back at Cicely Tyson the other day, one of her quotes, I'm like, she was so brilliant. She was just yeah. brilliant and just a, a, a beautiful lady, very modest. And she shared so much in her golden years with us. So, you know, I read a lot of books and I listen to a lot of other podcasts in addition to mine. Mm -hmm. And you just get to share in your quests and your desires for success that other people have already accomplished. And so that helps you along the way. You know that it's attainable. This was so amazing, Sharon Tina. I'm so excited we got to have you back here. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you are a very busy woman. You've got, you're a best time, you're a best selling author. Mm -hmm. You just mentioned that you have your own podcast. What's the name of your podcast, by the way? The Life and Business Breakthrough Coach. Great. Uh -huh. And then also you've got this academy coming up and you also, if correct me if I'm wrong, help women build, I mean, help women write books, right? And so before we go, is it all right if you share a little bit with sure, the audience? Sure. What I do is every one of us have a story and most of us don't think that our stories were telling. I didn't set out to be a become a best-selling author. I stumbled into it, but oh, what a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, I started writing down parts of the painful process that I was going through with my daughter. She required multiple brain surgeries. And I just remember working my business. Um, I mean, going to a job because by then I closed my business. I've um, gone through a divorce. So it was solo. I was a single parent doing all of this. And I just remember writing things down to just alleviate the stress and the pain that I was going through. So I just started writing and journaling. And um, before I knew it, I had a manuscript. And so I had a coach at the time. This coach believed in me, shared so much because um, we we were friends prior to in the past, shared so much about me that I just kind of put on the on the sideline. You know, he's like, you're capable of this. You can do this. You can do that. And I owe him just a lot I'm deeply indebted to him, uh, indebted to him, but he believed in me and he encouraged me. And um, so I had the manuscript edited 
um, three times and I uh, self-published and I took advantage of Amazon, Amazon um, self-publishing. They allow you to launch the ebook and you have up to, I believe, a year to come out with your hard copy. And there's a twofold purpose for that. They want you to continue to market and advertise your work. And so I launched my ebook and my ebook became a bestseller within two days of me launching it. Wow. Um, thereafter, I just thought, okay, that was very, very stressful, but it was so rewarding. Nothing venture, nothing gain, right? Yeah. So it was very rewarding. I thought to myself, with a great coach, with myself, we did it, we did it, we did it. So I help women write their best story. I help women share their why because I found in releasing my book and in becoming a bestseller, so many people just came back testimonials that how much my story, my little story helped them. And I simply wrote down my story, shared it in a moment when I thought it was very necessary for me to heal. It helped me heal. And then I got the feedback from so many other women that it helped them. So no matter who you are, you have a story and it can help someone. So I encourage women to put it out there. Now, you've got to market and advertise and you've got to help yourself in order to get sales. Most authors don't get rich just by writing a book. You've got to market that book. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to make sure that you put it out there. And so uh, Amazon does a great job getting it started, but you got to do the rest of the work. Okay? <laughs> so that's what I did is I went in my circle and you have to know who, because everybody, most people that like, I don't read books. Okay. Well then you can do the ebook. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I just marketed to people that I knew and I text people and that's how I got them to know. And some, some of my friends put it on their on their uh, page, on their Facebook page or whatever, and announced the launch of the book. And I believe and I know for sure that's what contributed to me becoming the best Amazon bestseller. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful story. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sharon T. You for are sharing. so welcome. Yeah. Every time I share this story, it, it's more meaningful to me because it was it was a uh, it was um a labor of love. It was a labor of love. It really was. And I encourage anyone and congratulations to you for <laughs> stepping out there, just doing your thing um, with your new book. I, I just can't say enough. It's it's such a rewarding move. Thank a you. I appreciate move. you. I appreciate yes. you. I believe in giving and I believe that giving is an energy exchange, you know, mm-hmm. so it it's, it's just as lucrative as cash. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're always um, when you find a way to put a smile or help someone, I don't care what it is. You always, always brighten their day, but you get rewarded. And I don't, we don't do it to get rewarded in return. We just do it because that's our flow. I love it. Yeah. That's our flow. You know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 